0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Talk Junkies, where today is going to be a very interesting day, as it is each and every single week here at Talk Junkies. Um, Johnny and Jesse aren't going to be here today. we got the Chiefs game tonight, playing the Raiders, so um, we're going to do a day podcast, and I think they both work during the day. But any, anywho, um, I've known this gentleman for quite a few years now, I believe like six years. Um, we've had a lot of interesting conversations And in the back of my mind, like last week, I was like, why the fuck has this guy not been on my podcast yet? We've talked about it. Um, We are related, but it is by marriage. Matthew, what's going on, man? How you doing?
1: Paul, I love you so much.
0: I love you too, man. Here we are in my basement, dude, just doing the thing.
1: Yes, the studio pumping out the good tracks. (laughs) And And this is going to be a good one.
0: It is. And... In light of everything happening in the world right now, and I know it's crazy as shit with everything that's going on, so it's kind of nice to bring it back down a little bit and do a podcast like this. And I think the what we're going to talk about today is very important. It's hard to do. It's real, it's not hard to do, but mentally you, you have to be in the right place to want to do it. Um, and that's why I wanted to have you on, man, because I I feel like throughout your journey you've kind of found yourself a little bit. But before we get into that, just... What was life like before you found out that this is what you wanted to do? And I, guess, yeah, I don't know if I want to paint the picture. We're going to be talking about just a healthy body, a healthy mind type of thing today. So before you found your healthy self, what was life like?
1: A struggle, like it is for uh, basically everyone who wants to eat real food and uh, live a fulfilling life to the self. Uh, to, to eat real food, you know, when we think, what is real food? Uh, meat, real meat with blood, you know, and, uh, real fruits and vegetables, you know, I call it, uh, fruit blood and vegetable blood, you know, or you can call it chlorophyll and electrolyte, um... Hydrating fructose, you know, sugary and uh, carbony, and all the good life life force stuff. You know, blood is life, uh, water's life, uh, carbon's life, organic life. And if you don't have these things, you're uh, you're pretty uh, pretty droughty. You know, you're you're hungry and thirsty. And uh, I mean, that's 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 life before you come across the the real living sustenance of this earth.
0: So, how old were you whenever you whenever you decided that this was the path? I
1: had my first smoothie at about fourteen, and I would live on smoothies. You know, in my you know, wake up, make a ginormous smoothie. Oh yes. Eye contact. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, the, the, uh, the sustenance of a smoothie, just, uh, a, a smoothie, you know, I'm not calling it food because it's, it's not like a grape, you know, they just pop in your mouth. It's, uh, all kinds of fruits and vegetables and, uh, just blend it up into, uh, kind of like a, a mash, like something an old person would eat, like tapioca or, uh, what's it called? Like cot- cottage cheese. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's kind of like what a smoothie is. So. really nice when you're just starting out kind of, you know, not your body's not used to it. You're not, uh, conditioned for, uh, Food processing, you know, like an old person or a, a baby eats, what, what is a baby, like the baby? Gerber? Yeah, well, what's that called? Puree? Yeah, like a puree. Yeah, Like a smoothie is basically a puree. No chewing, just drinking, easy to digest. That changed the game for me, you
0: know? So it put like a light bulb in your head at 14, like, hey, this is something that I would enjoy. But it, it's still, I mean, how many years was it until after that the smoothie experience that you were like fuck all this shit that I'm eating and all this bad shit I'm putting into my body. I know you drank too, right? Like quite a bit, like when you were younger.
1: Yeah, I, w- I would have some drinks. Um, and when you're, when you're weak, you know, any other, any poison that you're going to f- put in your food processor really just brings you down, you know, well below where you want to be. Uh, what's an alcohol? Alcohol is a suppressant suppress the energy y- you know but alcohol uh the pure sugar the pure uh distilled ethanol sugar can be really powerful you know raging alcoholic you know mm-hmm. if you want to go rage um but it, it's a suppressant will bring you down you know mess up your liver and uh, all the digestive organs <laughs> pancreas gallbladder, spleen you know all of it appendix um but yeah, right after the smoothie, you know, what goes really good with smoothie is eggs. You know, it's uh, taken me years, years to perfect the egg. You know? <laughs> to, um, yeah, it took me a couple years, you know, from 14 in smoothies. Probably took me a couple years, 20. 20 years old to learn how to make eggs perfectly and get that o- omega-cholesterol-y balance.
0: So are you saying that, Even at the age of 14, you kind of knew the path is what you're saying or or leading yourself towards the path. You always had that inclination. Like you weren't just stuck like eating fast food and eating your mom's food or your dad's food that wasn't really meant to be eaten. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like what age were you whenever you finally said enough is enough? I'm going to this strict diet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, My...
1: My primary influence was probably bodybuilding. <laughs> you know, in those teenage years, I was really into working out. Bodybuilders just have this thing about putting the food down and let's try to make it quality food so we don't, like, wreck our bodies. You know, um, when you're, you know, good good digestive flow, good elimin- eliminatory flow with, uh, uh, you know, pooping. <laughs> um, but it was probably... Uh, after working in the fast food industry and seeing, like, what people generally go for, mixing that with the bodybuilding philosophy, um, it, you know, that's... Seeing what people consider food, that's, a, that's a, a big thing, you know, because people just let that one slide. Um, bodybuilders don't. But... Working in the food industry, restaurants and grocery stores and things like that, you you get to see how much is not real food, how much is uh, severely processed. You know, the the, the more deep the processing, the farther away you get from real natural food. And uh, when I really, you know, internalized these things and realized that, um, you know, it's just food, you know, either natural or processed, I committed and started buying real food every day, you know, one or two steaks a day, fruits and vegetables every day, and eating them every day. It helps a lot to have a job where you can eat, you know, where you're not, um, what's the word, uh, Distra- overly distracted or overly restricted. Uh, so if you, if you can, you know, with minimal distraction, minimal restriction, just go crazy, you know, just, uh, slur it all at you just as much as you can take fruits and vegetables, balance it with quality meats, eggs, fish, things like that, omegas, and, uh, just blast off cause you've made it, you know, minimal distractions, minimal, uh, Restrictions to your life, you know, It what it, 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 this is basically lifestyle and, um, uh, you know, a major contributing factor to lifestyle is freedom. Freedom to not be distracted and freedom to not be restricted. And uh, th- th- this goes a little bit with order, you know, just show up every day, do the same thing. And uh, go along for the ride and uh, let things open up for yourself.
0: And, and that's what that does, right? Whenever you're not eating healthy, and it's really easy not to eat healthy. I mean, we're kind of brought up to that. I mean, the amount of advertisements that you see. School lunches. School lunches, um, driving just in your local town and just seeing the amount of restaurants and fast food that's out there. Some of those places do have, you know, quality food, I guess you could say. But I mean, the odds of people ordering that, you know, I've been in the restaurant industry for 15, 16 years. You, you rarely see people eat healthy. And I don't think it's something that's really pushed upon you as you grow up either. So this is something you have to want to seek out. Yes. Yes. And for those people, it's like when you seek it out, where do you find the right direction? I mean, I know you've been inspired by multiple people. Um, I think it truly comes down to yourself and wanting to do those things, honestly, but it does, it does. It is nice to have some help along the way. One, listening to podcasts or listening to people who have already done it. Um, And two, like the transition, right? I don't think the transition is that bad. It's probably pretty quick, right? You start, you start, or you stop eating these processed foods and you go to these healthy foods like you talk about. It's probably almost instant like gratification for your body. Like, oh my God, thank you. Cause didn't, did you not just go straight to fruit for a while and you only ate fruits and vegetables? Did you truly do that? Or did you still have meat in your diet?
1: Oh yeah. Always meat. Yeah. As soon as you start putting down the fruits and vegetables, the sugar, um, says hey we want some fat sugar fat balance i think that's what gets um 99 100 all all people who uh are experiencing the food desert you know where where can you get real butter where can you get real eggs where can you get real raw milk where can you get real meat um where do you well It's uh, it's it's hard because these things go bad. So it's uh, it's it's a tight um, rotation, you know, uh, of production and uh, decay, you know, because these these living foods decay so quickly, you know,
0: Um, even with refrigeration. It's like a one or two day, three day grace period type of thing.
1: Yeah, especially if they're coming a long way in transit on trucks or even flown, you know, some of this, these grapes get flown here from Africa, you know, so you got to eat them that day or the next day. Cause when, when you spend a lot of money on, you know, fresh raw milk or butter or cheese or these kind of things, they'll the mold, they'll go bad, they'll uh, rot, they'll ferment, they'll ferment, um, because their are living sugars. the The living sugars will ferment. the The living uh, meat bacteria will putrefy. You know.
0: So is it okay? So uh, for for people who aren't, let's say they're starting out and they can't, you know, like you said, it's expensive. And we need to definitely get into where you find these things, even if it is just a fast process of having to eat it quick because still that's the best route. There are still options at your local grocery store, right? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, just go in, get the fruits and vegetables you can. Really can't be too picky. It's very hard to get fruits and vegetables. Most of the vegetables are not so organic. You know, you've got a pretty uh, thin list of good vegetables you can get. Cucumber and celery, carrot, kind of the staples uh fruits you can you know mess around with the seasons you have spring summer fall um but yeah you know it's not easy to get um fruit you know it's anyone who you know seeks it out knows how hard it is to get it yeah in the the food deserts
0: like the good stuff right because when you, when we talk about like how hard it is to find these things, when you go into the grocery store, you can still find it. But are you s- suggesting that, I don't even say suggesting, I'm just saying it for the sake of it, um, that a lot of these things that you get in the local grocery store, Monsanto's has sprayed it, pesticides, all that type of shit. Is it like you can wash it off and that like gets some of it off or it's actually growing with these plants?
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad. They uh, The seeds are modified and... They use, uh, what is it, glyphosate, Roundup, um, Roundup glyphosate, very bad demineralizer. So it's kind of like food that fills you up, but does nothing for you. And I kind of sense that in the energy, like a, a modified fruit does not give the same energy as an organic fruit, fully ripened. A grass-fed steak gives much more energy than a antibiotic-vaccinated, you know, traumatized slave animal, you know. uh. So, yeah, but uh, back to the sugar-fat balance. We're set on this kind of bad path Because we never get quality meat, you know, a a solid amount of it. Quality uh, milk, quality egg, quality meat, quality butter. It's, uh, you know, especially with the seed oils. So we never get quality meat. And we never get quality vegetables and fruits. That is, in my opinion, the setting up of true malnutrition. So. From a young age, we never eat well, you know, get good, solid breakfast, lunch, and dinner with quality snacks throughout the day. And then we grow up struggling, trying to learn how to
0: cook. Well, not only that, but with disease or with your body trying to fight off all that, all those years of not putting the right nutrition in your body.
1: Yeah. The way I see it is every thought every um, word spoken kind of burns the uh, vitamin and mineral reserves that we have, and if you're already low from a child, low reserves, you don't have any abundance to burn, you know, just abundant energy to burn, you're really getting by the skin of your teeth just to learn and act these things. Like, it's like, imagine... You are you're starving to death. It's been five days in the desert, you know, you are no water, no food, and then you stumble upon a a really nice kitchen. You know, all all kinds of great food, all the tools you need, but you're so weak and tired, low on energy. It's like you have it all here, but you can't you're just too weak to even act, to even perform. That's kind of where I see it is were brought up weak to, and it's kind of like an entrapment, you know. The
0: so, like the status quo would say that the reason that Monsanto's is doing these things to a, a mass chain supply of food is because is, is specifically that they do this because they say, well, if we don't spray it with these types of chemicals, bugs are going to eat it, animals are going to eat it, all that, all those types of things, um, and then
1: we won't be able to feed anyone because if we lose any of our uh, crop production, more people will starve. You know, right. we already have starving people. We can't afford any any mishap, any crop loss.
0: So I think like what you've told me last time you were over at my house, and I think that, you know, most people, minus you living in an apartment, but even at that point, I think you still could do it, is just actually start your own type of like small farm or, you know, gardening and stuff like that. Um, exactly. Because at, at that point, you're not getting any type of the pesticides. I don't know if you can buy natural seeds or... <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, so I think that that would be a good start,
1: oh yeah, I like the, um we here? um
0: yeah, I can no, no, I don't think so. Play with the chord a little bit up there. I need to get a new chord, I don't think, hello? hello, 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 there we go, nope,
1: nope, yes, yes, yes. there it is, so. The way the, I heard the Indians put it uh, was the humans are connected th- through the soil to the animals. You know, we all, the humans and the animals live on the soil. So the soil health det- determines the health of the humans and animals. And when the soil goes bad, the humans and animals go bad because, you know, the soil doesn't have minerals and vitamins and all the good living um you know, cofactors of quality life, so if I were growing anywhere, I would be building up my soil inch by inch, you know, to infinity, so that I have this uh, dense, nutrient, living rich soil to grow things in, and that's kind of the, and the exact opposite of a dust bowl. You know, the Indians built up the soil. The um, modern, confused Western ideologies um, dust bowl the soil. You know, it goes down into dust. The right way is for the soil to grow into thick, rich, you know, soil you can grow anything in. That's that's kind of like a raised garden, basically.
0: Yeah. And I, and I feel like there have been larger amounts of population on the earth than what we're told in mainstream media. So I feel like these types of practices have been done before and it can, um, sustain a large type of population without putting all these chemicals in the food. And and it's unfortunate because we're having this conversation and all these, I mean, probably 90% of people in the United States are eating these bad things. And I guess for me, like having these conversations with you, I've always like thought about it each time we have like a family event and you're over And when you talk about these things, like people look at you like you're crazy, when in all actuality, you're not crazy. You're fucking eating really good stuff for your body and you're, you're reaping the rewards off of that. And it's like, how could people ever do that when we're set up to fail? And the only way to do that is to go in your backyard and just do it yourself.
1: Yes. And with community, right? Uh, Community helping Uh, the way I like to think of it is everyone grows something else in their yard. And you get to share. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> um, BS, we are uh, set up to fail a little bit <laughs> in the sense of, um, like, it's it's not positive to get fatter every day. It's not positive to get poorer every day. And there's a bit of a movement, you could say, of ideology, where it's okay to get fatter and poorer every day, right? You know that's crazy talk. Yes, it is not crazy to get more abundant and healthier every day. You know, it's a, it's a the confusion is um uh is spewing over into what's positive. You know what is really positive. Progression, you know, creating and progressing to abundance, to positivity. Uh, Progression is positive if it's, you know, good and right. Um, Progression is wrong if it's, you know, taking you where you don't want to go.
0: But how do people really even know where they want to go? Especially again, we, we can keep coming back down to it whenever you're fed this lifestyle. And some people are like, well, I'm okay with it. Like, just leave me alone. Let me eat my cheeseburger. Let me just sit at home and, mm. you know, just not do these things because I'm, I'm completely okay with where I'm at, as opposed to them understanding the healthy lifestyle and what that progression could mean for society type of thing.
1: Yeah. You, you just mentioned, um, I'm okay where I'm at, you know, that, that, uh, makes me think of the word imagination. You know, what else can you imagine? Because when when, when we lose imagination, that's not a good place to be. You want to be able... Freedom goes a lot with imagination. And uh, if you can't imagine better, imagine more free, imagine more love... Imagine more connection, proper connection, you know, to what we are, you know, our our nature, the nature of us, the world we live in. It's not a good place. So uh, I would uh, encourage anyone saying I'm okay where I'm at to have a, you know, truthful thought with yourself and say, why can't I imagine? You know, that's that's getting there with entrapment, being trapped, not being able to imagine differently.
0: That's scary. So you're saying the mind always wants to evolve. It always wants to do more type of thing. Well, I and mean... Until you lose it because you're complacent and you're okay with where you're at. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with being... I agree with what you're saying. You're losing imagination at that point. I don't see anything wrong with people who want to do that. But I, I compl- again, I'm, tra- I'm tracking back. I completely agree with you. At that point, you've lost your imagination. And what's the point in if you're like 40 years old and you're just like, oh, I'm good with where I'm at. I don't want anything to change. I'm just going to live this way forever. Um, I feel like if they were to try out this type of uh, diet or, or the right way to eat type of thing, then maybe it would be different for them and they wouldn't have that type of mindset. Yeah, I,
1: I, oh God, I just recently put it into the perspective of vitamins and minerals and how every thought we have, you know, burns these vitamins and minerals. You could also see it paralleled with energy, and that if you're not putting energy in your body, like coming out of the desert after five days and coming to the kitchen, well, you're in a kitchen now, but you don't have any energy. And, uh, a lot of people get afraid of the uh, fruits, especially because oh they have sugar. Well, sugar is energy, you know, and uh, energy doesn't really hurt us, you know. Energy is good. So that's that's you know one of the ways that I could see this. You know, people don't have the they don't aren't intaking the energy, so they don't have any energy to use. And uh, it goes the same way with um, fats, um, quality, saturated omega-3 fats from eggs and steak and things like this. Um, Energy really likes, sugar energy really likes uh, fat. And, uh, you know, if you get too far away from the sugars and fats, boy, you will have nothing. You will be so weak and uh you just really won't have any any energy to to manifest you know to to manifest anything that you imagine if you want to start manifesting things that you imagine boy you're gonna need some fruit energy Let well, that flow start flowing get the flow flowing and you know some of the main complaints that I hear from people is oh my stomach you know it's it's bad and oh my my brain it's all foggy and uh those are like two, two major ones. But, I mean, that's just right there. No flow. You know, let's get things flowing. You know, flowing, yes. Yeah, but, uh, you know, if, those are those are two really good representations. The foggy brain and the foggy bowels. Uh, really simple telltales that, you know, y- the energy is not flowing. Not flowing well.
0: Well, and that's another thing that you, a good thing you bring that up because you look at like cancer rates, you look at uh, diabetes, you look at all these types of diseases we've developed. A lot of that can be attributed to the diet, can be attributed to um, the, not the good food from all this pesticide type of food that we're eating. That's a big reason and a big player on why. And not only like a foggy brain or bowel movement, but just overall health of the body. Like, you know, if you have pain in your arm or again, if you're overweight or you have diabetes or uh, maybe a gluten intolerant, whatever, all that shit, man, start eating this type of diet and trying to find all these true organic foods and see what might happen. I mean, I've heard of people who have changed their diet and have gotten rid of cancer type of thing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The diet's basically just eat as much raw fruits and vegetables as you can. I say about 80%. Try to make as much of it as you can fruit, you know, 65 to 70% raw fruit, uh, about 10% vegetables. And then when you, you know, you're going to need eggs in the morning, a steak for lunch, steak for dinner, big steak, raw, rare. Um, that's it. You know, it's about 80% raw, 20%. You
0: throw raw. some nuts in there though, yeah?
1: Yeah, a little pistachio, yeah, that's, that's good. But not so much. Um, so, yes, the diet is the biggest but the pillar that goes just with diet is the spirit, you know, positivity, having fun. That is also just as big.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a big a big part of it for sure. And we're kind of taught and led right now to be isolated, be in your home, um, kind of just stay away from your friends and family, just do some Zoom meetings, do some Skype, do it over the phone, um, social distance type of thing, wear a mask so you can't see any facial expressions they're kind of killing the identity of the human and and just getting rid of the soul type of thing.
1: Killing the fun, yes. And uh, saying, forget yourself, only care about others. You know, protect, uh, you know, it's, it's care about others, not yourself. Which is a lot of what this is, the self.
0: So it's okay to be selfish type of thing.
1: Well you know, we can only handle so many distractions and, um, what's the other one I said, restrictions, you know, so yes, you know, be kind of selfish and, you know, because you can only handle so many distractions, so many restrictions, you can't bind yourself, you know, to death, you know, restrictions and, um, distractions, you know, have their place, but they can easily overrun the health of the self. And uh, this this goes in a lot with the soul, you know, the, the soul connection of, you know, humans, which, very, very important, you know. Y- uh, a lot of people walk around kind of, you know, the NPC dead in the, you know, dead in the eyes, dead and just not much life, you know.
0: So where does the soul come from? Where Where does the soul originate? I mean, I know it's always with you, and we're really not even taught about soul. I mean, I guess if you're in religion and you grow up in that type of environment, soul is a thing, but not in, not in the way that I think in terms of soul. Well, I.
1: it's really funny because I, I uh, have a much deeper relationship with the soul now that can express better in my body. You know, everyone has a soul in their body. It's just how how can it express with the energy and uh, um, resources you give it? You know, how much energy, how much uh, abundant, you know, is it, are you abundant in resources? Are you sustainable or are you, um, what's the word, Uh, abundant, sustainable, and uh, not sustaining, you know,
0: Uh, what's the word? Too many oranges for me, man.
1: Yeah, flowing, flowing off the oranges yeah. and grapes. But um, when you get the good, good energy in you, the good meats, the good fruits and vegetables, that allows a lot of resource, a lot of uh, stuff for your soul to play with. And uh, like when you're talking to someone, having a good talk, the soul livens up. It gets to play around more. But when you, when you are... The physical... In the abstract are connected. You know, so if your physical's bad, your soul's gonna be pretty bad. If your physical's awesome, vibrating so high, you know, your soul's gonna be kicking ass. Like just I was called Sunshine himself, you know, when yeah. I first discovered this diet. Cause I, I was just, just walking around vibing so high, having such a good time. Because my, my soul is energized, my mind is clear. You know, it's all it's flowing. So,
0: would you consider your subconscious your soul, or is that separate?
1: I kind of consider the subconscious just things that we can't consciously deal with, so our conscious mind kicks them away. It's like, oh, we try to think, you know, a, a big idea like what's really true, and you 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 know, you play with it for a little bit consciously. Well, huh, okay, but you can't deal with it, or or uh, let's let's put it this way: evil. You know, a lot of people can't consciously deal with evil, can't consciously grasp it. So when they can't, you know, go through the whole process of dealing with it consciously, they just kick it to the subconscious, forget about it, don't deal with it. You know, the it would weigh down the mind too much. That's, that's my interpretation of the subconscious. Anything we can't deal with right now, talk about, explain, understand, just kick it to the subconscious, you know.
0: So it really doesn't have any connection to the soul type of thing. I get, I get, I get completely what you're saying. And I think that makes sense because again, there's so much going on. Our brains are a computer almost in, in that sense, how much we're processing at any given moment and any, any waking moment as well. So, I mean, of course you need something to filter that out and be able to do it. But the hard things, I guess, subconsciously that you're able to just take those hard things and say, kick it to the wayside. Mm -hmm. I know that's not really talking about the subconscious with soul type of thing, but I I, I never really thought about it the way you just said it with the subconscious. And, And I completely agree. That's a good way to look at it. So it's just a filtering mechanism is what the subconscious is.
1: Yeah, we talked about it as the mind is a computer. And, you know, you have the hard drive just putting all kinds of different information in there. And then a processor. Well, if your processor can't process the information, you know, it just onward, you know, move on to the next thing, you know, the processor can't process it. Yeah, we, we all have a hard drive, you know, just filling it up. And we all have a processor too, you know, processing ideas and information. And if you can't process them, okay, uh, moving on, Uh, the processor is basically intellect, you know, how many models, how many ideas can you um, uh, process, you know, any any information.
0: So eating healthy in this type of diet that you've been on for a while, that's helped your subconscious not filter out as much things or your, your subconscious is filtering better things.
1: The biggest, um, mental spiritual thing that eating like this does for you is it awakens your true spirit of the heart. You know, it's just, uh, the weak, apathetic, not caring, you could call it um, solipsistic. You know, I don't care about anything but myself. That is gone. You you start caring about, just caring deeper, caring clearer. Care the care is uh is unleashed. You know, with a lot of this, you say, I don't care. You know, when when you when you, eating is is one of the biggest. Pillars of caring, real care and love, you know, love
0: and care and, and will. Isn't that strange to think that having unhealthy eating habits can make you a completely different person and make you not love someone or love things or care for things Or, you know what I'm saying? Just in your everyday life, you have unhealthy eating habits, like you're just a different person. But then when you start putting these things in your body and you're seeing a better, I mean, you're giving your body better things. I don't think that people can deny it and say, oh, what you're saying is crazy. Well, no, it's not crazy. Give your body the right things. And obviously, it's going to be different than if you weren't to do those things. So experience those different things. And I think that's what you're talking about. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I see it as like the alchemical art of playing with science and chemistry, applied science and uh, things like this. Just a- applying applying science, uh, the things around you. Yes, they do have major effects. You know, look at anyone who plays around with substance. They have some effect. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's basically just a game. You know, how how, how do you want to play with it? The uh, the meats will ground you, you know, down here in the lower chakras. The fruits and vegetables will lift you up in spirit. And I, I make the joke, equilibrium. You know, most people with the shit food, they're down here, they're in the lower, not feeling so high. The people who eat a lot of fruits and vegetables get way up here. You know, it's like the stars, you could say. And with both of these... This is kind of like duality polarity. You could, you, most people get too low, some people get too high. But what's right here in the middle? The heart, equilibrium. And uh, that, that's a big word with uh, the diet scene, the um, you know chemistry physics, how, however you however you want to put the applied science is equilibrium. You know the, the keto is let's bring it down to the uh, the lower. The uh, fruitarian um, thing is let's take it all the way up, but you can get way off polarity going too low or too high. But if you have the if you know how to balance, you know, just sugar fat balance, you know, not going too high or too low, you'll you'll have a nice equilibrium and uh, be balanced. And that's uh, kind of the main thing. Because so, if you go too too high or too low, it's uncomfortable.
0: Oh, for sure. And especially if you're kind of a newbie in that situation or in this process, you know, that, that might be too much to handle. So I feel like just being in the middle is where you want to be. So there's no room for cheese in this diet.
1: There is. And, um, like when I go pretty easy on the, uh, the heavy cream in my coffee or the cheese, I'll take a little bite of cheese or heavy cream and it gets me, uh, uh, electrical in a way,
0: yeah. you
1: know, like I say, the,
0: well, it's weird. Cause sharp cheese, if you eat it before bed can give you some really vivid dreams.
1: Yeah. I, I think the, uh, the fruits, uh, quality meats and stuff, they, you know, better dreams. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of fun. You know, people say I have sh- no dreams. I have shit dreams. Uh, you know, it's not really a mystery to me. Why, you know?
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, it all goes hand in hand to what the be- all the benefits are. Ultimately, is what it comes down to. I,
1: yeah, the biggest benefit, big, biggest benefit of all is just enlightening and uh, the soul, you know, transcending the the lower visions of existence, seeing things from a higher view. That's my favorite part about all this. You know, you get to free up, free up the self, the the perceptions, the feelings, the soul connection. The, the, a good quote I like to say is, think of the smartest person you know in real life. Okay, now is that person killing themselves and their family? Are they really so smart now? Very true. And that's kind of the point that we made earlier is people, you know, I'm cool where I'm at, you know, it's like, did you look into yourself and ask, am I killing myself? Am I killing my family? You know, another good quote about being a leader is, if I slip, they fall, you know, so... It's like, be careful about what kind of uh, distractions you're bringing to your life and your uh, influence. You know, are, are you influencing, you know, bad stuff?
0: Well, we kind of talked about outside, like influence. And like you said, I think you were describing like how you, if you were to want to influence someone else with the birth of this type of um, diet or, you know, freeing freeing yourself, right? You mm-hmm. said helping people. Yeah. Um, and i feel like that's what this podcast is about is trying to spread the word to try and help people feel this type of thing now i know you've talked a lot with people online and you have some friends whenever you first bring this up what's probably the what's the easiest way to to get to people because this is very complex stuff like whenever if someone were to listen to this podcast in its entirety i don't think a lot of it would make sense because in their head like again i told you outside i was i'm 32 years old i have these habits um it's going to be extremely hard to break these habits. My stepdad was like in his forties and he had passed away because those habits got to him. He would not like the amount of meat he was consuming and he had diabetes and pancreatitis. He just wouldn't let up when the doctors told him, Hey man, you got to change your diet. What do you say? And what's the easy way for people to, to slowly get into this? You know what I'm saying? Without making it too difficult.
1: Yeah. So the, the best stories I hear are of older people who, you know, someone like me tells them, hey, you've been killing it with the, uh, the processed meats, and it's wrecking your liver and your appendix, spleen, pancreas, gallbladder, all of, all of your digestive organs, and you're going to die, okay? And the best stories come from those who realize, all right, got to balance my body up. Well, how do I do that? Well, I'm just going to cut out the meat products. You know, this is this is basically the the normal vegan, vegetarian, fruitarian thing you'll hear. I'm going to cut out the meats and just eat raw fruits and vegetables for a couple weeks, months, whatever, how how whatever you need whatever you're trying to accomplish and then they're done. You know, they got their, their liver balanced, they got all their endocrine balanced, everything balanced out just on the fruits and vegetables. See it like an oil change. Put in that the good water and get rid of the old water edema, whatever. Um, but that's that's basically the the story of our time. Is y- you know we we got plenty of shitty meat. You know it's. <sighs> but for reality, you can have a couple eggs in the morning and a steak for lunch and dinner if you're really hitting it hard. Like I said, sugar fat balance. You know, you can have that, th- those couple eggs in the morning and that steak for lunch and dinner if you're really physically active, hitting it hard and stuff. Um, but the fruits and vegetables just basically cure it all. Uh, you, you could say little herbs too, you know, turmeric, ginger, things like that in your smoothies or tea or whatever. But that that's basically the, the cure.
0: What about salt?
1: Yeah, when you eat a lot of fruits and vegetables you know in this this uh, flip your flip your life around thing i say salt and pepper your uh, steaks you know to your heart's desire you know it's you're you're eating such low salt that you're good you know the, the salt I mean, there's no salt in fruits or vegetables um it's the processed foods that have the salt and the sh- the sugars cuz that's that's the game they play it it, star- it 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 starves your body when when you take in processed Junk foods, anything that they put salt in, they also put sugar in. Anything that they put sugar in, they also put salt in. That's what really helps to destroy the body of anyone who eats it.
0: So, do you only drink raw milk, or do you do do you do normal milk from the store?
1: I will not. Um, well, when I started all this about 10, 10 years ago, um, no milk, no blech, hurts almond hurts. almond milk,
0: no, no milk at all, no oat milk
1: i do like uh raw milk you know where the cream floats to the top and you have to drive an hour out yeah but i don't do that very often ever really what
0: about like (laughs) i know this is going to sound silly but what about just like human breast milk
1: oh yeah i hear that stuff's pretty good for kids and stuff
0: i mean yeah you probably wouldn't like the taste of it as an adult so i don't i just don't think that there would be any negative effect if you were to drink breast milk at any age
1: it's so demonized, you know. I wouldn't mind just, you know, putting some under a microscope and just studying it a little bit, you know. It's like fucking yeah. human breast milk, the gift of God, you know.
0: So do you what ever d- eat? You don't eat pizza.
1: I I just love my thing is like I'm a little crazy, a little eccentric. I just love being so high. Just take.
0: Just, you have cheat days though, for sure, or no? Um, yeah.
1: Like Thanksgiving, but when it comes to you know summer, when everything's. In season, I'm going hard. Right. I'm going
0: hard. And that's the great thing about the body is you, for people out there, like we're not, I don't think you're saying you have to do this thing every single day, but if you do it more so than not, it's beneficial at, at, at any, at, at any point that you do this.
1: Kind of the way I see it is if you don't do a detox, heavy fruits and, you know, just, you know what, like I said, 80% fruits and vegetables, 20% steak and egg, um, if you don't do that in the summer for a couple months, you know, sweat in the summer, hydrate with all the fruits and vegetables, not good. That's kind of how nature does it for us. They give us all these nice fruits and vegetables to endure the hot, sweaty summer months, you know, hydrate, electrolyte light the shit out of you with all these fruits and vegetables. And, uh, that's kind of how we survive, you know? So then
0: technically wintertime would be heavy meats.
1: Yeah. Yeah, meat and uh, the carrots, the uh, fermented vegetables, uh, peppers, salsas. You know, like our our ancestors, our great-grandparents, and everyone used to jar in these things. Yeah. It's the way to do it, yeah.
0: What's like a good preservative that they use? I've been meaning to look into preserving those types of things when we do start a garden. Um, How do you do that? How do you preserve
1: um, well, I've, I've never done it, but the way I see it is the fruits and vegetables get your stomach up to where you could, the way I put it is when you eat like this, you know, you'll, you'll hear, you go to Mexico, you can't drink the water, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think I could, you know, Yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, you know, any, if, if I, I could just drop my steak, rub it all over the ground, I could go get some Creek water drink it, you know, um, the, the microbiome, the living part of us, you know, is just, is just so, um, rowdy. So, you know, just fired up and living, you know, from all the fruits and vegetables and living foods, it's not suppressed at all. It's uh, very strong. So any water's okay. You know, I don't even think I'd have to preserve this stuff, man.
0: Oh, so you're saying you could just eat it? Yeah. Just jar it up and then eat it whenever it's time in the winter?
1: I think it's called high meat. You know, you could just take some meat, put it in a jar, not even cool it or anything, and let it turn black and just
0: no, what, no problem. <laughs> you're not, obviously you're not advocating for that. You're just saying specifically to yourself, you could do it because of the 10 years of what you've been doing with your body.
1: Well, I'm saying is, you know, you get your body up, you know, super electrical, super strong, super
0: feisty. Yeah. Be surprised at what you can do type of thing. Feisty
1: and zesty. Oh my gosh. Just it, it just gets, um. what's the word? It's like a black hole of awesomeness, you know. It just does its thing This the stomach has a mind of its own you know really yeah that's awesome you <laughs> know i call it the jungle yeah <laughs> like you'll see people oh you can't drink that much raw milk you know i'll put down like 60 ounces of raw milk just right you know just drink it right there no problem some people you gotta like- do
0: that shit on tiktok man that way people believe they see that shit and you have like millions of views not that that's what you're seeking you
1: know? yeah you know, gotta get the word out. Exactly, exactly. Yes.
0: So, I, I think we'll end it with this, man. Because I had I had talked to someone at work about the podcast that we were doing today, and one of the questions that they had asked was, and I know I asked it earlier, but I guess maybe a little more specific: um, Where do you, how, wh- where, and I guess I could put it in the description below as well if you have websites that you order food from. But how or where do you buy all all of this food? To eat like completely organic or the right way, I should say, or the the human way.
1: Well, I usually just go to all these sprouts and natural grocers. I'll I get as many fruits and vegetables as I can from natural grocers, and um, for meats, I'll usually just get steaks from you know grass fed steaks from wherever, and uh, you know eggs from natural grocers, and that's basically it you know i'll i i like to stick to organic um potatoes um
0: so you trust the label whenever it says it's i think that it's like a law they pass that if it says 100 percent organic that means it's actually legit like it's hasn't been fucked with type of thing
1: there's lots of different organic labels you know it's don't trust it you know do not be trusting at all you know um
0: so then how do you find the good shit man just by looking at it, smelling it, sensing it,
1: yeah, it's taken years. You know, you look for big stuff, yeah, uh, and you look for the nitrogen turning into carbon. You know, referring to ripeness, um, the big, the bigger the fruit is, good sign. Um, but it's it's really not so much like when I first started doing this, I didn't care so much about the foods. It was just getting it in. And that's all. Right. It, that's all it takes. You know. When we talk about organic and getting it fresh off, picking it fresh from the plant and, you know, perfectly grown, you know, no chemicals, that is the highest level, you know. I wish I could go there right now, but. Well,
0: that's, I mean, you could just by growing it in your backyard, right? Yeah. And then having some cows and chickens in your backyard, too, and, sh- you know, stuff like that.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's the highest level. And this this isn't a high-level thing. You know, it, it's just the diet is, you know, the the biggest supporting pillar. It's just putting the right stuff in you, you know, just fruits, vegetables, meats. simple as that. So,
0: and, and like we talked about earlier, even though a lot of the stuff, you know, Monsanto has, I mean, it's a lot of it's genetically modified. You're still going to consume these things. There's really no way around it, again, unless you have your own garden. Um, but still even doing that, it's still going to enlighten you, I guess, right?
1: Oh yeah, going from zero to, you know, zero good stuff to any good stuff, yes. And the more good stuff you put in exclusively, like if you want to get to the highest levels of health and energy and clarity, you're eating strictly fruits, vegetables, and meat.
0: No matter where you get it from. So don't necessarily worry about going to the grocery store and and looking at all these fruits and vegetables and saying, well, how many of these are genetically modified? Don't worry about that type of thing.
1: I would say start out at natural grocers. Anything you cannot get at natural grocers, go to a Sprouts. They have a pretty good selection. If not Sprouts, all these. They have some organic stuff. So the fruits and vegetables are pretty easy. With steaks, you know, it's okay to not get the grass fed. But, you know, you, you just always want to go for good quality. If you Yeah, can so you it.
0: go to just, you, you can find like a third of a cow. I mean, if you have them, save up some money, get a deep freezer, buy like a third of a cow, half a cow, full cow, that's going to last you a long time in the freezer.
1: Well, I'd rather have a couple friends and get a, you know, half cow and eat it in a month.
0: Yeah. So you don't do pork?
1: Oh, yeah. I like pork, yeah. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. But you can't eat raw pork, though. You have to cook that shit.
1: Well, I wouldn't eat any raw meat. Raw, raw, just straight just up. You can't
0: eat chicken, medium
1: rare. Yeah, raw chicken, Um, raw eggs, raw butter, raw milk. Um, I, I would not eat any raw meat unless I know where it's coming from, you know. So you're saying
0: if you knew where it was coming from, you would eat chicken meat? Raw, 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 yeah. Bullshit. Yeah,
1: Yeah. okay. Well, we can do it soon. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we got raw fruits and vegetables here. We can bring some raw meat. Yeah, it's, it's normal in other parts of the world to eat raw. Chicken? Everything. Okay.
0: Yeah, so. um, Well, uh, I know we're getting close to the end of the hour. I think my wife is upstairs. She's about to go to the casino, so. Um, I had a great time out on Matthew. I don't know if there's any lasting things that you want to say before we end the podcast. Imagine don't quit imagining. Just
1: keep imagining. Imagine how good it can get and see how good you can get. Cause that's the point of life. Seeing how good you can get.
0: Hell yeah. We're definitely going to do this again, man. I, I would love to have you on with Johnny and Jesse for sure. I think that'd be a lot of fun. So yes. Uh, We'll get it figured out, man. Thanks again for joining Talk Junkies, brother. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Bless you. Bless. All right, man. The best thing you guys can do for Talk Junkies, um, if Matthew has anything that he wants to send me, I'll put in the description below for websites or even just um, a description of how he shops and whatever, whatever. We'll get it figured out. But the best thing you can do is share this video, like this video to all our junkies out there. Stay fly and ring the bell.